Hi, I'm the Red Dog, and you're listening to the Recount Podcast. to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and uh, yeah, you know what it is. This is the Three Count Podcast, which means one thing, we have a special guest for you, and that man can be found over here at GCF. You can find this man at BOTW, and you can find him at APW. You can find this man on TikTok, as well as he has his own Twitch stream. You guys, give it up for the man himself known as Toxic Trents. What is going on? Happy to be here. Excited to be here. Saw a few episodes. Loving the content. Thank you for having me on here. Appreciate it. No, I'm just glad that we were able to make this happen, man, because, like, you know, this... It's exciting. I just love being able to get to talk to new wrestlers about just me too. Thing we love most. <laughs> I love it. I just love talking wrestling, even though I don't watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's that's all I do. That's all I do. I it's the it's the joke in my Twitch stream that I'm a pro wrestler who hates watching wrestling. I just hate wrestling, even though I love wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you know what you know what though like asking other wrestlers like I'm like hey what's your favorite promotion and they'll. They like always say like an indie promotion. They'll never say like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Impact, or I love watching New Japan, or I like WWE or AEW. Yeah. Or, and I just hear someone would be like, yo, I like uh, Total Psychopathic Wrestling out of Tennessee. And I'm like, oh, oh, look that I've up. never heard of that, but okay, sounds <laughs> good. I'll look it up. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll keep up with like major promotions here and there, like on TikTok or on, you know, whatever, but I won't watch weekly. It's it's too much. And I'm I'm always scared that if I watch something, I'll subliminally take something without realizing and be like, oh, that's my move. I came up with that. And then someone's like, oh, you stole that from Ember Moon. I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell people straight up. I'm like, I borrowed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Like I borrowed the spear from Edge and then he came back and now I have to unborrow it. <laughs> now, ret- now I'm just going to call something else. I'll call it the, the tour. I'll call it the javelin. Yeah, 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 I like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, let's jump into this, man, because the first thing I got to ask you, man, is who is Toxic Trent? Toxic Trent is a radioactive wastelander. Think more Mad Max, more Fallout 4, Fallout New Vegas character. Basically, sludge, whatever you think of, wasteland, grungy. Originally, it was supposed to be some toxic kid online, that Fortnite kid that everyone hates. But I realized that no one liked my talk shit online enough and no one took social media that seriously. So I had to adjust from Toxic Trent online persona to Toxic Trent radioactive persona. And that's who Toxic Trent is. Still those underlining, you know, gamer kid sometimes, depending on who, what promotion I'm at. But overall, it's just Mad Max, Fallout inspired complete radioactive toxic toxicity nah man like you need to let people know like your gamer tag is like noob hunter (laughs) (laughs) noob hunter 69 (laughs) i definitely always i if i would like watching you if you came out with like a keyboard in your hand and a mouse and you're like ah i'd be like i get it I'm Yo, <laughs> my first t-shirt idea was like it was going to be a keyboard and i was going to say the keyboard warrior toxic trent i was ready <laughs> wow, that's such a good idea 
It is, it's but no one takes social media that hard. And I'm like, it's upsetting. Cause like I'll tweet my opponent and they're like, oh, I'll favorite that. Like, give me something to work with, you know? <laughs> but you know, what's so great though, is that it doesn't even have to be like the idea of like toxic Trent being like the keyboard warrior. It can also be a wrestling thing. Cause like you mm-hmm. could low like, Oh man, like the things you could do. You could just troll fans. Like why you're right? your favorite wrestler. <laughs> I can instead of thumbtack then come out with a bag full of like keys and just drop them all. You see all the, the letters and stuff. That's a good idea. I've been hit in the back with a keyboard once and the keys went everywhere. So that sucked. <laughs> they just, now all I think about is uh wanted. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But like, how'd you, how'd you find your way into the business, man? So I've always been a fan of wrestling it, it's like I've always thought that you were never able to join wrestling. You had to be chosen for wrestling. So it wasn't until I did more research when I like got my own phone and all that jazz when I was like, I don't know, 15, 16 or whatever. that I did research and I was like, oh, so the best place to go for wrestling is Texas. Got you. So my mindset was always go to Texas. And once I turned around 1920, I had no contact with any of my family. It was just me and my friend and his family. And they were moving to Texas. And I was like, hey, I have nowhere to go. Can I ride with you to Texas? Drop everyone and everything I've ever known and just go to Texas. And they took me. They took me all the way to Texas, a small town called Palestine, Texas. And I was right in the middle of, I think, Houston and Fort Worth. And it was either four hours to Booker's school or it was two hours to killer tim brooks school and i was like you know what i'm gonna take the dive take a leap of faith and say screw it send a text to killer tim brooks start my training train there for a few months uh got a girlfriend back in california moved back to california found a place called lucha extreme trained with manny fernandez and from then on i was wrestling so i trained with killer tim brooks manny fernandez and finished my training at best of the west with mike rain which we don't talk much anymore but great guy great trainer Oh, that's awesome, man. And it's what a journey, man. Just go back and forth and back and forth. Just trying to figure it out was what the, you want to do. The worst drive ever, man. Three day drive all the way over there. And the moment I got there, I was like, you know what? I'm never going back home. And I'm in a three drive, three day drive back. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild, man. But it's cool mm-hmm. though, man. Like, like you said, man, like you've been all over. Like me, you know, I I genuinely I I just found, happened to find my school just by luck. Like one of my friends was mm-hmm. like, Hey, like, I know this guy. Do you want to go over there and start training with him and go pro? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my dream. <laughs> like I'm do that. Yeah. Yeah. It, we trained in a barn too in Texas and it was the, the worst heat. Everyone was sweaty. Uh, I think my first day there, someone botched and fell on the apron and the, the board broke up and like stabbed her leg and like that was my first experience with wrestling. So I sat there, watched that, and was like, yeah, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I belong. Big shouts to Texas though, man. Cause I actually I went to I was in the military. I was stationed in Lackland. So I was down in San Antonio, mm-hmm. moved to San Angelo, lived in Lubbock, and I lived mm-hmm. in uh overall Reese Air Force Base, which is now closed. Don't worry about Googling it because you're not gonna find it. But yeah, it was cool, man. I love I miss. I miss Northern Texas, actually. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Texas. It was, it was nice. It was chill. It was away from everyone. I stayed off of social media for a while. I was just kind of, you know, in my own zone. 
playing World of Warcraft, League of Legends, and wrestling. That's all I did. I never debuted. I just trained out there. I officially debuted out here in 2016. So, okay, bad, bad, bad. That's that's awesome. Then, all right. So, I mean, seeing how you've been training for a while and you've debuted already, let me know about your worst bump. Oh no, my worst bump. Uh, I I've said this in so many interviews. I had a street fight with a man named Shiloh Greaves, great wrestler, trained by Rikishi. Uh, me and him were in a blood feud in a street fight, and I. <laughs> It was my idea, which I kind of regret it, but at the same time, the pop and the everything just it saved me. I, I, I had to do it, you know? I brought a bag full of Legos, <laughs> and I put them in the center of the ring. I took off his shoe and DDT'd his foot on the Legos and then got slammed on top of the Legos. So I took a, a Lego bump twice, mm. and he, the, the ref was picking off the Legos from my back. He was peeling them off, and the rest of the match, I had Legos stuck in my back. I think that was one of the worst bumps I ever took. Second to uh, when someone, a 300-pound man, threw me on the concrete and did an elbow drop on me. <laughs> yeah. They're both pretty even. Yeah, that sounds like a sucks as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I And the Lego spot, it was crazy. Is my trainer, like, that's what he's known for is Lego bumps. Yeah, yeah he's the Lego guy. Like, he's known for it. Like, um, mm-hmm. Actually, I mentioned TPW, Total Psychopathic Wrestling, out of uh, mm-hmm. Marysville, Tennessee. We've actually, Stephen Jay, shout out to you, as well as Matt Raby. Um, but yeah, uh, so they they have gimmick matches, like for every match. And his match was a Lego death match. And uh, yeah, so he just, he has like a bag of Legos and he just takes them everywhere. And I'm just I like, love that. I, I think I'm slowly getting to there because like, don't get me wrong, it was a bad bump. But I 100% would do that again over, like, thumbtacks, you know? I'm scared of being, like, stabbed or sliced or anything. Right. But I would definitely take a Lego bump again. And I've had the idea, chat gave me this idea in my Twitch chat, uh, of making a Lego stick, a Lego kendo stick, and, like, smacking it over someone and having that visual. Or getting a kendo stick and super gorilla gluing Legos all around it. Mm. So both would be horrible, but great visuals. Great visuals. I would definitely, yeah, I could definitely see that one. That would actually be cool. Actually, I would just <laughs> yeah. make a like, yeah, like you said, make a Lego, <laughs> Lego mm-hmm. Kendo. And just stick. watch it explode, yeah. man. <laughs> one time, just right across somebody's chest. Just yeah, right. That'd be so cool. Have like two Lego like lightsabers and just boom. That'd be freaking cool. Believe it or not, I'm not a hardcore wrestler. <laughs> I've only had like three street fights in my life. That's awesome, though. Well, seeing that you've had three three street fights, what's like the hardest you've been hit? Uh, let me see. I think the hardest like I've ever been hit. I've I've taken this twice. Uh, I've taken a pinata to the face that was filled with candy, and <laughs> yeah, literally, I was doing a diving spear from the middle rope, and they catch me and hit me in the face, and. It sucks every time, but I've taken it twice, and I think it's worth it. Because candy goes in the crowd. The crowd goes crazy. I love it. I love it so much. See, like, you, do it for, you do it for the pops, though, man. That's what's cool, though. I do like, it. You, you I do it for the flush. fans. Yeah, you do it for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I just would just imagine, like, afterwards, you just, I do it for you guys, all right? Congratulations <laughs> with the candy. <laughs> I put crappy candy in there, too. I don't know if anyone's a fan of Smarties, but I fucking hate them. <laughs> so I made sure it was filled with Smarties. Took out all the good candy. 
I went from face to heel real quick, huh? Yeah, that's, how, that's, <laughs> that's a heelish thing to do. He's like, you guys get smarties. You were looking, looking for the Milky Ways. They're in the back with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking that, you're speaking of like snacks and candies and stuff like that. What's that go-to meal that you have to have after your match? Oh, after my match? Well, when I had the street fight, I got busted open and I was bleeding everywhere. And instead of going to the doctor, we went to Taco Bell. So I'd say Taco Bell. <laughs> a good a good gordita crunch from Taco Bell oh, hits the spot. Just mm, <laughs> hits it perfectly right after a match. Or Denny's. I think Denny's is like the default for every wrestler. Denny's are like Waffle House, you know. But definitely Taco Bell would be for me. Yeah, I think. I was, I was, I've said this before on the show, but like Taco Bell is definitely like my go-to, like, mm-hmm. especially when you can make like a $5 Gordita box now, like, yo, you make oh, a yeah. lunch box, like, yo, let me get that. I'm- definitely. Plus you can't have Taco Bell before the match because you don't want to risk it. You might as well risk it after the match. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can always pull over somewhere. Like if you have to go like that's. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But no, man, like, so we, we've kind of like talked like a little bit about like the matches and stuff like that, but I'm just curious, like what's been like your, your favorite fan interaction? Favorite fan interaction. Um, well, I've only ever had one like fan ever make a sign for me and it's actually hanging right here. They (laughs) gave it to me and that's the only sign any fans ever made for me. And it like the first time I saw it, I think I was like two years in my career at that point. This little kid and his dad walk up to me and they're like, hey, we've only seen you twice. We've never had the guts to come up to you and say hi to you. But we want to know that want you to know that we brought this sign for you and we're going to hold up for your match and we want you to have it. And you are our favorite wrestler on the roster. And I looked at him and I was like, that, mean, that warms my freaking heart. I gave them all a hug. I took pictures with them. They walked away in the back of my head. I was like, these motherfuckers don't really listen to Turning Hill tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. Nope, just take that little kid's heart. That's what you're supposed to do. Nope, I've never seen him since. <laughs> but if if that kid's out there, man, I I I think his name's like Ray or something like that. Love you, Ray. Great kid. Thank you for the sign. I appreciate it. Always hanging up right in my streams. <laughs> that's well, like so, like the one that's up right here. Actually, I just mm-hmm. got a few weeks ago. Um, the fan came and dropped it off, and I was like, "Oh, bet! Like, All right, cool. It's the first one I've ever had made." I was like, I'm- "It feels good. It feels yeah. really good. Like <laughs> it's like- a it's a weird thing. You wouldn't think it feels that good, but when you when you're looking at the crowd and like you see a sea of faces, but you see one sign with your name on it, it's like, holy crap! It's real. Like someone's paying attention to me. Like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so." crazy enough man like i need to know like what kind of advice would you give to upcoming wrestlers uh don't act like you know it all don't walk in and be like oh yeah i've watched some youtube videos because i've seen those youtube videos i know we've seen the same exact youtube videos i saw those youtube videos i know how to take a bump i know how to take a clothesline how to give a clothesline because the moment you take a bump it's not the fucking same you will get your ass wrecked uh, they'll be like, oh, you know how to take a bump and take a power bomb bump. That's, that was my first bump ever because I w- walked in saying, I know how to take a bump. I watched YouTube and they power bomb me <laughs> and I got fucked up. <laughs> so don't walk in thinking, you know, it all because you don't. And I guarantee you, they will make sure you don't. 
That's my biggest piece of advice that I tell everyone. I've helped train a few people. No one of, you know, big names, just a bunch of lower wrestlers. Great dudes, though. But that's always what I tell them. Don't act like you know everything because you don't. I like that. (laughs) So I have yet to run into that person. And I know, like, I've Mm -hmm. I've really been training for, like, just – well, this is my first year. So really, say, it's March. Yeah, it's 16 months close to it, Mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, so – I've yet to run into that person, but I've seen, I've seen like the one thing that really throws me off. And I'm sure you can, you can attest to this too, is when you have like all those kids show up and they're like, I'm going to finish training and I'm, I'm going to be the man. And then like the next week they're not there and you're like, Oh, maybe they're sick. And then Mm -hmm. the week after that, they don't show up and you're like, they're not coming back. (laughs) Also another thing, don't rush. Don't be like walking in here, be like, Oh, this is my finish. This is my gimmick. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. My storyline's going to be this. Don't, don't rush into it. Learn how to train because the moment you like three or four months goes by, your mind's going to be changed. When I first started wrestling, I, I wasn't planning on being Toxic Trent for sure. I had other names in mind that was, that was higher than the name Toxic Trent. It's just like once I started wrestling, I realized, no, Toxic Trent is who I want to be, you know? Don't walk in here thinking I'm going to do a brain buster as a finish because you never know. You could end up loving a new finish and getting that instead, you know? Yeah, that's definitely true. I know, like, I was, that's, yeah, for me alone. And, like, I've only been in, like I said, I've been in business 16 months. I've three different finishers. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. Yeah, always. same here. Something shows I was up determined. Like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I was determined to use the spear and only the spear. I was going to be in a glorified edgehead, you know? And after a while, I realized, no, I shouldn't. I should use a spear, don't get me wrong, as, you know, homage to my, like, idol in wrestling. But I ended up doing a reverse DDT, which I've never thought I'd ever do as a finish. So. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. Never know. That's, it's, it's good advice, too. Because it's like the one thing, like, I've gone through. And I've, I follow, like, CM Punk's advice, man, where it's pretty much like I'm a white belt for life. Like, I'm, I, go to, I, I go to different schools, and I legitimately just, I just sit down, shut up, and then mm-hmm. act like I've never been there before. Even if I've been there before, I'm just like, I, I've never been yep. here before. Close your mouth, open your ears. Exactly. Exactly. All right, man, I need to know, because this is kind of one of our newer segments that we've been adding to the show. I need a do and a don't in the locker room. Do and a don't in the locker room. Uh, Do show respect and shake everyone's hand. And even if you have heat with someone, be cordial with them. Don't. Don't. Hmm. What's a don't? I mean, on the respect part, don't be an asshole. <laughs> don't be cocky. Don't be cocky. Um, don't be cocky, basically. Don't think you know too much shit. It goes back to that, you know? Don't be a cocky asshole. However, back on the do real quick, bring Sharpies. Bring Sharpies because everyone's going to forget a Sharpie. And if you bring Sharpies, you are the hero. So there's a quick little do for you. <laughs> and wrist tape. That's like the one thing. I and like. wrist tape. Yes. <laughs> Sharpies and wrist tape. Because there's going to be that one person who always forgets their wrist tape. And there's going to be that one person who's trying to sign something with no Sharpie. Yeah, that's the one thing I learned really quick. Who, yep. who was it that taught me that? Oh, um, Gabby Gilbert actually taught me that. She was just like, yeah. in your bag, you should have all these items. And the number one mm-hmm. thing you should always bring is wrist tape. And I'm like, yep. And I, I low-key, I was like, that's what? No, that's weird. And I, I just happen to have like three 
three rolls of wrist tape. And then mm-hmm. also, like a guy was like, Am I got wrist tape? <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I do. And all of a sudden, everybody's yep. like, Do you have black? I'm like, Yeah, actually, weird left. I have black. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Oh man, you're awesome. I'm like, oh, Lifesaver champion. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's a simple thing, but you know, it really is. And it's, it always feels like it's like the little things that always like win over like the locker room. It is like I learned from AJ Kirsch the Sharpie thing uh, because uh, he didn't have a Sharpie and no one else did. All he had was a black Sharpie and like it was black on black and he didn't want to sign his face, you know. And I was the one person that had a gold Sharpie. He was like, oh, there you go. Best friends now. <laughs> Bonding over a Sharpie. Just realize you'll never get that Sharpie back because everyone's going to be throwing it around. So you'll never see it again. Yeah, <laughs> prepare, <laughs> prepare to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, man. Well, that's those are see, that's great advice, man. I love the fact that I'm gonna have to go invest in silver sharpies now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's gonna be like, "Oh man, I can't." Like, if someone asked me to sign my shirt, and I'd be like, "I only have a black ink." Hold on, mm-hmm. I got a silver one too now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. See, I give uh, off the cuff, random advice. Okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so all right man but that is it for like my hard hitting question so we gotta go into the best part of this segment man this part of this the best part of the show everybody loves it it's called the three count podcast 10 count questions and here's how it works i'm gonna fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast and uh yes whatever first thought comes to your mind time to panic time to panic so let's put on the imaginary timer let's go and here we Go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite movie? Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chiller Factory. The original or the remake? Original. Hey. <laughs> hey <gotta> go <laughs> Both good. Both good, but original, definitely. Uh, Sonic or Mario? Mario. Favorite badass character? Favorite badass character? Ooh. Uh, who's a badass? Daryl from The Walking Dead. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Peter Griffin or Homer Simpson? Ooh. Oh, I've had this debate recently, too. I keep going back and forth. Uh, Peter Griffin. Okay. Peter. <laughs> Definitely Peter. Favorite video game? Fallout New Vegas. Shout out to Fallout New Vegas. Uh, Batman or Superman? Batman. Favorite podcast? Besides this one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dungeons and Daddies. It's a D&D podcast, not a BDSM podcast, I swear. <laughs> no, it's definitely a BDSM. Just go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeons and Daddies. Great, guys. All right. So nominate one person that you want to see on this show. Um, one person. I'm going to say Manny Mars from uh, LA. Manny Mars is a great dude. Love that dude. We've wrestled, I think, twice, and we've put on show-stealing matches every time. So Manny Mars, great dude. Bet. And then last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person that comes on this show, favorite curse word? <sighs> a curse phrase. Son of a bitch is my favorite curse phrase. Does that work? That works for me. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> But that is all the questions I have. So the only thing I have left for you is to let me know and let our viewers and our listeners know where they can find you on social media. Every single place is The Toxic Trent. That's Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, 
TikTok, the toxic trend on everything. I'm live every Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Mondays and Fridays, we do a bunch of wrestling content. So, of course, if you love wrestling, you know where to go. You know where to go. The toxic trend everywhere on the internet. Bet. Well, there you have it, guys. This is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entry in the Ring. And as I said, I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, here with the incredible Toxic Trent. You guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there, or you wait. And then I'm sure after the exit, you're going to find that our next episode is going to load up for you guys on your podcast or even here on the YouTube videos. So until then, peace. Hey guys, it's the host of The Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit, I don't do shit, I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook, at Three Count Podcast. The Instagram, at Three Count Pod. And the Twitter, at Three Count underscore pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a... A t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash 3CountPod. And that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.